It's the Dear Auntie Podcast with your favorite aunties, Carm and Co. Talk to me. What's going on with you? You need advice and they've got the answers. Auntie gonna keep it real. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. You're tuned in to the Dear Auntie Podcast. Podcast. We are your favorite aunties. I'm Co. And I'm Carm. And we are here to give you some real life advice based on some real ish that we've mm-hmm. been through, but we are not experts. Not at all. We are not therapists. Mm-mm. And we like to give that disclaimer um, just so y'all know, know what you're doing here. Um, <laughs> but I do have like a little word of encouragement that okay. I just thought was so good. I found this on Instagram and I wanted to share it with our nieces. So I used to believe being quiet kept the peace. Until I realized whose peace it was keeping. Mm. Now, Auntie Carm, we have been through some things. So that, I think, might hit us a little differently than it might hit our little young nieces out there. But for those of y'all who are like, okay, Auntie, that wasn't really deep. (laughs) Let me just tell you that falling into the trap Mm -hmm. of being a people pleaser, which we've had this conversation so many times, being a people pleaser, um, having boundaries, not having boundaries, all of the things. And you're recovering. And I am recovering. I'm still actively um, in recovery mode. (laughs) But it really eats you up inside when Mm -hmm. you hold on to so many things thinking that you're doing somebody else a disservice, like literally causing ailments, illnesses, diseases in your own body. So you're stressing yourself out. Trying to save somebody else. Some peace. Like you want to be, you want, you don't want them to be stressed out. So you're going to stress yourself out. And this, I think is like a woman thing. Like this is just something we seem to do. We take on, you know, other people's shit, other people's shit. And we be, we're quiet about it thinking Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's going to maintain the peace and it is, but their peace, you're going to be eating up on the inside. And then you're going to be resentful and then you're going to be mad. And then three years later, you're going to explode and they're going to be like, where the hell did that come from? And you'll be like, well, back in 2010 when you had, then you got to pull out the diary and then you look crazy. Uh huh. So So. let me tell you somebody who looked crazy. Let's just go ahead and get into it. Uh oh. Somebody who was keeping quiet Trying to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. Young nieces, if y'all are not familiar with the Real Housewives of Potomac, check it out. My favorite okay? franchise. The favorite, the favorite franchise. Yes. Um, Mia Thornton. Uh-huh. Bigfoot Mia, I think they call her. And Mia, I wear a size 10, no, so I can right. call you Bigfoot Mia because I'm Bigfoot Co. That ain't right. Hey, girl. Um, we have to stick together. But anyway, so <laughs> her poor husband. Mia ain't right, though. Let me tell you what she did. Her poor husband is on these internet streets crying his eyes out, y'all. It's actually kind of sad. I'm no. kind of saying it in a lighthearted way, but it's pretty sad. Oh, no. Um, apparently, he was trying to keep the peace. He was trying to keep quiet. He was going along okay. to get along, and they not getting along any longer. So what did she do to him? So apparently he had agreed that they could have an open relationship, an open marriage. Right. Mia and, what's her husband's name? G. G. Good Mia and OG. G are married. Mm-hmm. Mia is much younger. G is much older. I think she's hinted at the fact that he might have like erectile dysfunction. He's things. elderly. He's a little seasoned, right? Yeah. So apparently he has agreed. He loves this woman so much that he said, look, sis, I understand that I can't do all of the pleasing the way that I used to be able to put it down. So you can go get you a little side piece. Mm -hmm. I think y'all call it a little sneaky link or something. You can have a sneaky link. That's what they say. So you can have that as long as you don't tell anybody, don't embarrass me. Mm-hmm. He did the Jay Z like don't embarrass me. Yeah, keep it in inside and, the house. And apparently she embarrassed him, but she put it outside in the streets. Now why would she do that? Now why would she do that to the point that he had to come to the internet and tell and cry and cry. That's sad. Um, Mia is an interesting character. Um, watching the show, she was definitely one of those that I was kind of like. Eh. 
I wasn't really feeling because she just seemed to have like a little bit of a mean girl spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I hate to hear that she has OG in the streets crying um, on the Instagram streets. Was it on Instagram? On the Instagram. It was like a TMZ video. So I don't oh. know if he did like a TMZ interview where he okay. was talking about it. Yeah. So he really wanted the message re- out. Yeah, he really. If you talk to it's TMZ. Like you don't even mind embarrassing yourself <laughs> at this point. It's very sad. So but I think the mm. bully, the bully, the mean girl ish mm-hmm. is apparently in her marriage as well, the same way yeah. that she was treating those ladies and her best friend. Remember? Now, Girl, that's the whole episode. Now, that was, that was cringy. Right? That was cringe Her best friend um, of... A lifetime. Yeah, she dragged that girl like she ain't even know her. All like for a slot on the streets. On uh, real, whatever is it, Potomac. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sad yeah. out here, y'all. So don't. the moral of the story is don't go alone to get alone. Don't ever agree to do something that is not what you truly want to do because yeah. obviously he agreed to this open relationship and it did not work and out. And he regretted and it. And now he, yeah, now he is embarrassed. Yeah, I agree with that quote. That's a good quote. Thanks. Thanks for that. Um, so I want to make a confession Ooh, right here, right now. I have moved, officially moved into the phase of wearing a muumuu. What is a muumuu, Auntie So I went to Ross last week and I was just shopping around, you know, doing a little shopping. And I came across this piece that I just, I was very drawn to. And the reason I was drawn to it was because it looks so comfortable. And it had like an African goddess on the front. And it was I was like, you know what? I could wear this around the house while mm-hmm. I'm cooking and cleaning and washing dishes and things of that nature. Um, so do we have a picture of me and the Moo Moo? There I am. There's that Moo I'm right there at home. I'm about to go downstairs and cook some dinner. And this is like the most comfortable thing that I've ever worn in my life. So I am officially um, is that Auntie, Auntie Moo Moo. Auntie Moo Moo. Listen, um, I've been... And Moo Moo wear for really? years and years and years. Am I late to the party? You're late to the party. That's literally the most comfortable thing you can put on, on your body. Yeah. It is like giving grandma house vibes. I mean, I loved it so much. And um, I'm going to have to go get two, three you more of them. You it so much that you needed to share. And you picked it up at Ross, which is Auntie Central. For less. Yeah. It was $9.99. Dress for less. <laughs> there you go. Come on, so, $9.99. I, I just wanted to confess. Ain't no shame in our game, okay? That, that, there's no confession needed for that because, listen, we are all about the comfort over here. But we yes. know that Auntie Carm is sliding around the house in her fluffy uh, slippers. Yeah, sometimes I do with my silk pajamas things. and things when I want to be impressive. I love but it. generally, I'm not feeling Come that on impressive around the house. Let's get into some unimpressive tea. Okay. So a couple of episodes ago, y'all, I got in my feelings a little bit. When I go back and watch the episode sometimes, I'll be like, mm, we had to relax a little bit. <laughs> so we did an episode, Auntie Back Outside, okay, when we were talking to Delisha. Right. Did I say her name? Every time I say it, I feel like I'm saying it wrong. And I don't Delisha. want to. Delisha. See, yeah. I knew it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had an episode, Auntie Back Outside. Go listen if you haven't already. Yes. Um, and she mentioned that one of her friends was dating, had a white husband, I think. Correct. You know, and I jumped through the microphone you had to, get up in there. to throw in the hat the fact that, you know, she was big enough to white man. <laughs> and I just felt like personally attacked. This is my opportunity to big up the black man. Okay. Right. So I had to insert myself. However, um, I was on social media and mm-hmm. I saw a post, a clip that came up that reminded me of the conversation that we had yeah. because my, and I don't want to say I have a problem with interracial dating because you can do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I can talk about my preferences, my choices, things right. like that, but I'm not judging you and your white man, whatever y'all want to do. But the problem that I, I have like that. in the conversation is when it is presented like the white man will save you. 
you need to get away from those abusive black men and come on over to the white man that's going to appreciate yes. you. I don't like that tone. The white savior. The white savior. I don't like that tone. And that is where I felt like the conversation was going when mm -hmm. she mentioned the white husband, like, giving the mom a break. And yeah. Like, black men get breaks too. Yeah, but anyway. For sure. So a clip came up on social media. And um, it's a talk show. And the talk show host said, one of the talk show hosts, Vivica Fox. I don't know the other girl's name. I'm sorry, homegirl. Uh -oh. But Vivica Fox says, y'all are going to go watch it. Is this on, like, Fox 5 It's on Fox... Something. Soul. Okay. Fox Soul, the black fox, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. So Vivica says, you know, at this age and this season, I'm open. I'm, uh -huh. you know, I would love a black man, but I'm willing to explore. Okay. And then Homegirl, which maybe her name is Chanel, don't quote me on that, but mm -hmm. she says, you know, I've dated, you know, I had a white boo one time, yeah. and he just had to tell, you know, he ended up telling me that he could never take me home. Uh, and, and I felt like, awkward. Hmm, we don't often hear that perspective. I don't usually hear from the black women who have right. dated long laundry lists of non-black men. I never hear those stories from them. I only hear the white savior stories. So mm. I want to hear more of these white trash stories. Uh, so you let's let's bring up the stories of the other people mistreating black women so that it's fair. So let's you're, talk about both sides. So you're actively seeking white tragedy trash. stories. Yes. White trash interracial interracial yes. tragedy stories. If the white man has dogged you right <laughs> right, right into the show, let us know because let's balance this conversation. Right in. That's all I want to do. But no, I agree 100%. I think a man is a man is a man. Um is and a man. I think we have unique um issues and experiences within the black community, but me personally I'm always going to date black. Okay. Um, just that's just what I prefer. That's what I like, and I don't want to run into no issues like that. Like that? How? Because um, what if you've been dating six months, or you know, like you've started it together? And what was going to happen if she if he did take her home? What was going to happen? I would like to know more. Like, was she going to arrive? Were they going to all have white hoods on when she got there? Was it going to be get out? And Were she they going to have leave? Confederate flag waving and like some sort of like mammy? Granny, Granny was going to cut a fool if they would have pulled They was going to have maple syrup sitting on the counter mm -hmm. so, that they, Jemima, yeah. so that she knew her mm -hmm. place. What was going to happen? So that's scary. I would, I would personally not want to find out. Yeah. Like, and those are the things that are always in the back of my head. It's red like, flag. You might be cool with me, but what's your grandmama think? Yeah. So I don't want to get involved Because in I know what Sorry, my, sis. my grandmama thought. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Speaking of grandmoms, let me tell y'all who needs a grandmother in her life. Uh -oh. She needs more than an auntie. Young Miami. Sis. Dang, we back niece, on her again? We got to come back to Young Miami. Because let me tell you what whole girl She's is doing stressing now. me out. I think we're going to have a video play uh -oh. somewhere. Do we right? have video? So y'all watch the video. We fancy. We fancy. Hmm. We're going to assume that you're back from watching the video, okay? Let come me on back. tell y'all. I'm going to give you the, I'm going to narrate what happens. Okay, tell me. So Young Miami is throwing a birthday party for her three-year-old daughter, Summer Miami. Okay, Summer in Miami. Yeah, okay. Yeah. For her three-year-old daughter, Summer Miami. And at the party, Young Miami is twerking. She's hitting the splits. They're having like dance battles with, you know, the city girl, city girl dance battles at the baby's birthday oh. and so i just want to know from you auntie Carm, because i know that i'm a little don't ask me. i'm a little bit of a prude i that know that question. i am but are there rules mm. to these things because we've talked before about like the thongs at the amusement parks like the water parks with the kids i think that it's inappropriate this is obviously her child so i'm sure that she wasn't doing anything that her child has not seen her do here's Elsewhere, the thing i feel like as black people 
everybody's child is our child. And I feel like the welfare of black children is always our business. And you asked me the question, I feel like you already know what my answer is about to be, which is twerking does not have a place at a three-year-old's birthday party. Why must we twerk everywhere that we go? Is that a personality trait or something? Do people think that that's like a personality trait, that they shake people's hands, mm -hmm. they introduce themselves, and, and they, they drop down into ass. the split? Shake a hand, and shake twerk, ass. Yes. And especially at a three-year-old's birthday party, whatever happened to Barney? Whatever happened to, like clowns. Whatever happened to Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse? Girl, they be coming to the party twerking too. You I'm sick of videos? it. Enough. Please, everybody, let's just have some balloons, some cake, and a few stuffed animals and go home. Take it back to the old school. Like, let's take it back to the old school. I'm sick of it. Yeah, I, I Stop think Stop exposing your children to stuff like that. And exposing your children to overly sexual things is only going to overly sexualize your child. So, we cannot do these things when they are too three, four, five, and then complain when they're 13, 14, 15, when they turn around and do the same thing. So, yeah, Miami, if you end up being a young granny. And it's not just young Miami. It's not, but she is an, ex she, not, she's an example. Let me not She has it. a but platform. But she has a spotlight, right. People are watching her. And there's people like her all over the place mm -hmm. that do this all the time. So, I'm a little scared. I'm let's, scared. Let's stop. Mm -hmm. um, okay, last question from from me from these social media okay. streets. Shade okay. Room Post okay. says, "Don't accept a vacation from a man pursuing you if you don't plan to have sex with him." What are your thoughts? So don't get flued out. Well, first of all, I unfollowed Shade Room last year because I think they're extremely toxic. And I think that they are detrimental to the black community with the kind of content that they share. Okay. And I feel like the comments are very toxic and nasty. Mm -hmm. However, if I have to answer this question, um, should you get flued out uh, and not have sex with someone? I'm going to say I think you have a right to do that. However, I think in this day and age, I think you have to be well aware that the man might be expecting something um, in exchange for whatever it is that he did for you. Not to say it's right, but I, I'm going to say go prepared for whatever might occur. Go prepared for whatever might Not occur. Not whatever might occur. You know, I ain't mean, talking about nothing crazy, but I'm talking about he may try to, like, sleep with you. And, and that should be, you should expect that. So should yeah. you expect that he has that expectation? I 100%. That that would be my only thought. Okay, so there. That, I'd be like, he it. wants something. If a man is flying me out and we've only been talking for like a month, two, three months, and he's like paying for a trip, and no expense, you know, I don't have to pay any expenses. I'm gonna be like, wow, he wants something in exchange for this. That's just how and I. And I'm think. going to move accordingly. Yeah, right. And I'm, I'm not move gonna. Accordingly. I'm not gonna show up and pretend like I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to tell everybody I know where I'm at. So let me tell y'all my flute out story. Uh-oh, not you got a flute because out story. Because don't want to be a hypocrite, okay? okay. Auntie does not want to be a hypocrite, and my husband knows my flute out story, okay? So let me <laughs> put that disclaimer out there. I made the mistake, and this actually happened twice, okay? I'm not going to lie to y'all. Okay. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Such a trusting Libra. I made the mistake of, I don't want to say I was naive, but maybe I was a little naive a little in thinking that these guys just want to hang out. We're just going to 
gonna have a fun time. Because I'm just I, that fun. Because I have always, let me also say this about myself. I have always been the homegirl. Okay. Just that is just who I am, right? Okay. That's just who I am. I've always had very close relationships with men. Okay. My entire life. So I get homie, even my husband, like when we first started dating, we were very much so kicking it. Homie lover friends. Homie lover friends. We we still are. Okay. So I get that vibes with guys and naively thinking that they are getting those vibes with me. Okay. So the okay. first time this happened, I actually got stranded. And this was before, this was before, let me look at y'all because Carmen is judging me over here, y'all. Listen, this was before Uber this was bef- this was like I had to call a taxi. So y'all, I met a guy. I was out of town. Met a guy out. We ended up talking for however long. He lived somewhere else. I lived somewhere else. You know, oh he was God. like, "Well, come see me." So I go see him. We had no conversations about having sex. Uh-huh. We had no conversation, no sexy conversations. So there was like no sex conversations there, leading up. to There this. were no, "Hey, what you gonna wear? Make sure you bring." There was there was none of that. Okay. It was literally like, so, hey, it was good meeting you. Let's hang out. You know, we okay. had that. Anyway, huh. there were none of those sexy conversations. Where did which y'all I fly? Feel like we, where did we fly? Like, or where did you meet him? I met him in New York. He okay. lived in North Carolina. I met it. I lived in Atlanta. And so, okay. that you know, we met We met back, met back up in North Carolina. Okay. Long story short, y'all, we didn't have sex, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't have sex. I wake up in the morning, okay? I wake up in the morning. And he said he had to go do something. Go uh-huh. do something. I don't remember what it was. But y'all, this man never came back. Say what? He never came back. So I was flying out. This was literally like a two-day trip, right? I was flying out that same day. This man never came back. I did not have a ride to the airport. Now, luckily, I wasn't dumb enough to leave town wow. with no money. Okay? But again, this was pre-Uber. So this wasn't just like a convenient pick up my phone. Oh, I don't. Ha- I can get myself a ride. This was really like... I'm sitting here looking at the clock like, okay, he said. So he gave you like. He said he was going to come back at 10. So he gave you like a little over 24 hours to give up to the, give the up cooch. the cooch before he cut loose on my ass. Wow. Yeah, he left me. So that was one story. Okay, let me tell y'all an even crazier story. Well, that's why the aunties always say, make sure you always leave the house with, with money. With money. Especially leaving town. In your pocket. Do not leave town with no money Please. in your pocket. Learn from auntie, okay? Okay. So. If that wasn't bad enough, let me tell you how crazy it gets. Now, this next time, it was a true homie. It was literally someone who I had just been okay. cool with. We had been hanging out in groups. And he was in Miami, invited me to come down okay. to Miami. In my mind, I love Miami. You ain't got to yeah. tell me twice. Here I come. Let's go. Again, never any sexy conversations. Mm-hmm. Never any, well, we going to do this. None of those things. I've had those conversations, and this was not that. Okay. So I get there. We hanging out. Now, he is a pop the bottle, get the section type of homie, hey. right? All of the fun. Y'all know, all of the My fun. My type of party. So, <laughs> after the party, uh. we get back to the room. And he like, yo, what's up? And I'm like... <laughs> what's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, you know? And so, I made it very clear that nothing was up, right? Yeah. I'm not having sex. Y'all <laughs> tell me what this man did. What was his next move? Are y'all going to guess? I'm a little scared. <sighs> Put the camera on Carmen so she can guess. What do you think he did next, Carmen? Um... Did he A? Come um, back to me, Tavo. Let me tell you. Okay, let me tell you like, what he did. What? I don't know. <laughs> this man called up another woman and had sex with her in the living room of our Choreo. suite. Of our suite. Yeah. Yeah. Choreo. This is actual, Choreo. factual, my actual no, life. I cannot no, make this no, up. No, ma'am. I would have went to make it up. jail that I night. I can't make it up. Why? I didn't care. Yeah, Girl, but... I was so relieved. Disrespect, though? Why? I don't it's care. This is not my man. I don't feel disrespected. You know who should have felt disrespected? Black asses out of here. That lady. 
that lady who had sex with a man on a couch in a li- Hi, hotel lady. suite. Where are you, lady? That lady should have listening. felt I felt relieved. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, yes, you were definitely... Because um, he could have... You got that off. That been a bad situation. Yeah, you got off. Bad situation. However, very awkward, very weird, very, very strange. Awkward, very, weird. very strange, And man. I got up the next day and was like, hey, what, what are we doing today? And, What's up? And Let's y'all... go to the beach. And did y'all go to the beach? I don't remember what happened. I oh, honestly okay. don't remember. But I did, I did not have any hard feelings. I felt like, oh. wow. You better than me. Shout out to you, homegirl. Yeah. You, re- you better you, than me. You didn't even ask any questions. You didn't even say, hey, can I go into that bedroom? You didn't even say, hey, is there a bed here? Let's have sex here. No. No, no, sex. Well, so, he knew who to call. Moral of the story. Exactly. Don't moral of the story. Them. If you get flued out, be better than Auntie Cole. Don't be no fool. If you get flued out, don't be no fool. Like me. I was a fool. If you <laughs> Ooh, if you get flown out, you get your back blown out. There you heard it, it here first there from it is. Ty Bo in here in the studio. Look, we can drop the mic on that. Take from those stories what y'all will. My God. Okay. Um, yeah, let's move on, Carmen. Let's let us. Um, so Auntie would never. She would never. Auntie would never. So here's mine. Because okay. I've been very disturbed by a lot of photos that have been circulating on the internet mm-hmm. recently. Um, of women proposing to men. Ooh. So, auntie would never, ever, 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 ever propose to a man, particularly while I'm pregnant. Can we show the photo? We have a photo here. Um, But... Not her holding the baby and the ring. I'm very disturbed by this, nieces. Nieces, we gotta do better. Let me tell you something that I know about a man. A man is going to get what he wants when he wants it, okay? He's going to go after what he wants, all right? So he don't not, want you this is what even on, This ain't even on no gender roles, patriarch. It's not on any of that. I'm simply stating that the nature of men is to go after what they want. Mm-hmm. And if you chase after them, there's a possibility that they didn't want you in the first place. And then that marriage is going to be doomed moving forward. So don't get up off your knees. Get up. Uh, get up off your knees. With that ring in your finger, please do. Well, yeah. Just, please do. If you want to be on your knees. Down keep, <laughs> keep them. But listen, to get time. them, no, we are not getting down on our knees to propose marriage. We are please not. Stop. We're not, especially not with child and belly. And I think that the proposing is obviously, like, outrageous. But so many women on a daily basis are getting into relationships and forcing relationships and giving ultimatums and doing... We got to stop that. So many forceful things in these relationships. And then a decade later, they wonder why it didn't work out. We're because trying to these go men have showed the you... Flow. They, of they, nature. Yeah. You you did not get chosen. So auntie would never, y'all. Auntie would never. Ooh, Let's okay. Be better. Let me tell y'all what I would never do again. Okay. Because I've been doing, well, no, I don't think I've ever done this. I've tried on a swimsuit. Have you tried on a swimsuit or lingerie at a store before, Carmen? I have never tried on lingerie. Definitely maybe a swimsuit. Yeah, maybe. I feel like I can't don't say remember. a hell no to swimsuit. I can say hell no to lingerie for yeah. sure. Um, but if my y'all are out here trying on lingerie at the stores, let me tell y'all why you should say hell no to. So Angela Yee, shout out to Angela Yee. Come on down to the hey show, girl. Auntie Ange. On her radio show, she does these like anonymous call-ins where people call and share all of their business. Yeah, okay, I've heard. So a woman called in. And admitted to trying on the lingerie in the store that she works at after hours when she gets off of work. Trying it on, buying it, you ask? No. Trying it on and then hanging it back up for Auntie Carmen Cole to come along 
and purchase it and put our asses in it. <laughs> so Auntie Co would never again. So she try just on any like intimates. so she so the store closes. She closes out the cash register. Mm-hmm. She, she dims hangs the, something she dims over the, the security light, camera. Yeah, maybe lights a candle mm-hmm. and goes in and tries on every piece of mm-hmm. lingerie in there. Catches a vibe. Puts all her juices in the crotch. And berries, yes. And hangs it back up for the next day to Mm -hmm. open at 10 a.m. And say, oh, I got a style over here you might like. It'll look good on you, girl. And you be walking through there like, oh, it's a little whiff or something. I caught a little whiff or something. Mm -hmm. What is that? Mm -hmm. That's what it is. If you caught a whiff, it is homegirl, okay? (laughs) Okay, listen, don't do it. So, nieces, learn from the nastiness. Don't do it. That's extra nasty. The lesson is don't try on any intimates. Okay. Get out of here with that. So, auntie would never. Scram. If I was ever going to do it, don't I would do never, it. Don't do it. No. Got it. Um, so in the theme of today's conversation, let's get into some Never Ever Have I Ever, which That's is a exciting. classic auntie game. So young nieces, y'all might not know about the drinking games from back in the day because all y'all do is social media stuff these days. Oh. But back in the day, we used to play games and stuff in real life, and it did not require it phones did. or technology or anything. Mm-hmm. And so what we would do is we would say a phrase, something, yeah. you know, an experience. And then if you've done it, you would take a drink. We don't have any drinks. We don't. So Damn. we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about it. We're not really we playing. We dropped the ball there. Yeah. All right. All right. So you ready? Yep. Never ever have I ever we could raise a hand okay. if you have done it. Okay. Right? A if, finger. That's how you do it. If you have done oh, it. Oh you start with five. You start with five fingers and then if you did it, you put one down. Okay. Yeah. All right. Never ever have I ever done something illegal how illegal we talking it's just against the law okay she tried to get a pass Fine. you will not okay gotten arrested I, I sat in the back of a cop car that's a finger put the pinky Is that... down that's at least the pinky okay for sure hmm. what had, do you know had sex on a beach First of all, I don't understand the logistics behind how that. that works. Like, what, how does that that's, doesn't feel sexy to me? So Not it's going to be a no. Okay, snuck out of the house in your younger days. Actually, could never sneak out of the house because my house was like Fort Knox, okay. alarm systems. I lived in the middle of the country. I couldn't go nowhere anyway, okay. so it's a no for me. Okay, mm-hmm. I I snuck out of high you school. You did. My friend's house. My mama wasn't playing that, but oh, her right. mama her mama was playing. Um, pretended to be sick to get out of something. Absolutely. I prepare my cough ahead of time so I could just <coughs> make it sound really believable. If you ever tell me, if you ever do that cough, Carmen, I'm going to know. Okay. Uh, cheated in a relationship. Mm. I have. Follow-up question. Did you cheat or cheat back? I cheated. Straight up cheated. Yeah, I straight up cheated. Not straight up cheated. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Another episode. I regret it. Okay. You do regret it. Yeah, it's not nice. Okay. You shouldn't cheat. Gotten back with an ex. Gotten back as in went back with them or yeah went back rounded to, the y'all block. got back together no not had sex okay got, so. like y'all was back together so no all right well I'm the better auntie guys Clearly, as y'all can see Auntie Co is a little lame have more integrity than me yeah I'm a little lame wait what did you do that I didn't do I don't know we'll have to circle back mm. um in the same vein what is something you feel like you're too old for now definitely going out. Past 9 p.m. Like, I'm not going anywhere past 9 p.m. Like, Don't you can't invite leave your me. house after 9. Yeah, no, I'm going to be tucked in my bed. When people send me advice, like, hey, meet me at, at 9.30. And I'm like, 9.30? Absolutely not. 
I'll send you a card. You will not have my presence there at whatever event that you are having. At 9.30. At 9.30 p.m. That's, That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You're crossing my boundaries. Wow. At that point. I would definitely say 10. I would say 10. 10? Um, yeah, 10. No, because... What if it's like a comedy show or something, a concert, something that's like later? I'm going to be asleep. I'm okay. going to be asleep at the comedy show. So there are no special... Okay, like No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do anything after 9 p.m. Okay. I am a day party girl, happy hour brunch. girl, okay. brunch girl. That's it. Okay. Leave me out of it. Don't invite Carmen. No. Okay. Well, you... Renaissance tour. Wait a minute. I absolutely will be there at the Renaissance tour. Thank and you. I will was do it, it again after 9 p.m.? And again were you awake? And again. Thank you, Tabo, because she was awake with she her had silver to call on. Me out. Yeah, call her out. So you can invite me out after 10 p.m., but oh, I. Thank you. One, one thing I'm over is the high heels. And I've been over them Are my whole you? life. I've never. You, girl, you don't no. Like them? No, I don't want my feet hurt. I don't get it. I love me. Like high women heel. who wear heels to the mall and the airport no, and the grocery store. How do your feet? I don't. Survive? I have a friend like that. She wears heels. How does she everywhere? Do it? No matter what. What are the logistics? Cookouts and every place. Is she, that she short? Goes. No, but she does it. I don't know how she does it. But me, you never asked her. I no. I love heels. I really, really love heels. But I will not be wearing them everywhere I go. Girl, I don't. So even I feel love you. Them. I'm not kitten. I'm not a kitten yet. I'm definitely. I'm, I'm probably never. I don't think be I'm ever going to be a kitten. But wedge me, wedge me, bitch. I'm going to okay. be a witch. What are we talking about today, Karn? I don't know. Let's see what's on these here cards because I got discombobulated here. Okay. Oh, here we are. Our main topic of the day. Lessons in our 20s. So tell me, I mean. I'm far removed from my 20s. Let's you're not that there. far removed from your 20s. Almost a decade out. But so many lessons learned. My 20s okay. were great. Mm. Um, so, yeah. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, tell me about your 20s. Tell me about some of your most notable lessons. Ooh, well, okay. 20s, 20s. was a rough We graduated time. college. We got into our career. Purchased the first our first property. Oh. Got engaged. Oh. Got unengaged. Okay. Um, Quit my job. You did a whole lot. Started businesses, multiple businesses in my 20s. Yeah. Damn. I did a that's lot. That's impressive. I learned so many lessons. That's, a lot that's of lessons really that impressive. we're going to share. What about you? Um, I got drunk. I, um, I'm just being honest. I mean, I didn't buy any properties in my 20s. I didn't get engaged. I didn't do any of the responsible adult things that Auntie Co has done in her 20s. But it was a great time. It was also very traumatic. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't what change the thing. I mean, the 20s just, my 20s just sucked. Like, really? it was just like... Suck might be harsh, okay. but it was just lesson after lesson after lesson because I'm one of those people that sometimes don't learn my lesson right, you know, the, the first, first time. time. So I go back and do it again. So anyway, um, but okay. you live and you learn. That's why and we have lessons for you here that today. Part, learn from our mistakes, learn please. Us, please. Okay, so what you got for Monty Carr? All right. So the first thing I want to share with our nieces and nephews out there is to watch what you post on social media. I know I say this all the time, mm -hmm. but I'm so sincere about this. When I was in my 20s, I got a job fresh out of college, I believe, a little after college, at working at the bank. At this time, Twitter was very popular. So everybody was on Twitter. Instagram wasn't really taking over like that at the mm -hmm. time. And so I had gotten this new job. And my boss was this older black man who had like a bald 
spot just at the very top of his head. Nice guy. Is the bald spot relevant to the story? It is. Okay. It is. We're going to come back. Um, And so me being the person that really hadn't had a corporate job before, I didn't know like the ins and outs of like protocols of what you're supposed to do on the job, right? And so he invited me out for lunch. Um, I guess like my first week working there, I guess that was like the nice thing to do, etiquette or something, you know? Um, and so I tweeted one day, mind you, we weren't supposed to have our phones anyway. I tweeted, my boss wants to take me out to lunch. That's pretty weird with that bald spot he got. And I was just like, tweet. <laughs> Send. Twitter fingers. Tweet, tweet. And like two days later, he called me into his office. He was like, oh, we have to have a talk. And I was like, Okay. He's like, and he puts me on speakerphone. And so the executives from the bank are on the speakerphone. And they're like, ma'am, what is this tweet about? And I'm like, what tweet? They're like, and they read my tweet out loud to me. So it was like the most this heart-wrenching. Yeah, he's like, this tweet where you're talking about the bald man at your job. And I'm like, like why you got your phone anyway, Heffa? Um, and so they read my tweet out loud. And they're like, and by the way, you're fired. <laughs> And leave us all of your stuff at your desk. All you're locked out of all your shit. Have a nice day. So this was like the worst day of my life because I had just gotten this job. So my my black ass is sitting outside of a on a bench in front of the bank, just hopeless. And I'm just like, wow, this sucks. So I ended up, I think I ended up having to go home to Virginia after that. And I couldn't tell my mom what happened. She doesn't even know to this day why I got fired. I had to make up a lie because it was so dumb. So anyway, I say all that to say, please stop putting all your business on social media. You never know who's going to see it, and it could ruin your life. I don't appreciate all of this, that, the fact that you have tears running down your face, because that was very traumatic for me. Girl, I almost ran across this room. What? <laughs> so anyway, learn from Auntie Carm. Girl, right? I knew what was coming <laughs> the moment you said the ball head mattered. Wow. It was bad. All right. That is embarrassing. So my second lesson Wait, is... Wait, no, let me give a lesson. Okay, go. No, go ahead, because I got to gather myself. Okay. Go ahead. Don't <sighs> tell everybody your business. Um, use some discernment. I will just say, like, I... When I was younger, you know I'm that kind of person that, like, makes friends a lot, and mm -hmm. I just bring everybody... We already had this conversation. Super friendly, yes. Yeah, super friendly. And so I tended to think that those people were equally as trustworthy as I was being to, to them, mm -hmm. to them basically. So sharing too much business too soon is always a mistake that I think a lot of younger people make because they think everybody's their friend and nobody's ever going to tell my business. But you don't take into account the fact that friendship breakups happen, mm -hmm. people go separate ways, and this very, very deep, dark secret that you might have shared has potential to get out. So just use discernment and be careful about who you're sharing That's your business good. with. Yeah. I have a friend who has a friend mm -hmm. who's a terrible person. Oh. And she knows she's a terrible person. Okay. And she is afraid to not be friends with her anymore because of the secrets that the See, friend knows. See, it's just like all your stuff is hostage. And if this person... If you piss this person off, She's there's potential that, yeah. Yep. So, so don't be friends with terrible people. Moral of the story, moral pick better friends. of the story. Pick okay? better friends. Absolutely. And then my last one is just to take care of your body. Mm -hmm. Take care of your physical health. Work out. Eat well. I did a lot of that in my younger days. Um, and so even though I'm not doing as well now... 
the fact that I'm not doing as well now isn't really it's taking hurting me. It's not hurting It's you not as hurting me as much because I had kind of a jump start. So, I'm, you know, and it's easier to get back in the swing of things when you've been doing something for a long period of time. That part, when I see yeah. overweight, you know... This year, I said I'm not going to be afraid of being canceled. I'm just going to say things oh, that shit. I feel. What you about to say? I'm not going to. It Do made I me think of something up? else that I want to say, but I'm not going to say that. Okay. Um, you don't need to get up. You okay. can be involved in this. All right. Um, when I see young nieces that are mm-hmm. like obese, mm-hmm. I feel like, how is this the case? Yeah, little girl. And it's getting it's getting worse. It's it's getting much worse yeah. because we're getting lazier as a society. Yeah. You know, you can have friends on the internet so you don't have to go out yeah. and do anything. You can literally just like eat your life away in your yeah. home. And we used to be in activities and stuff like that. We used to, or just care because you had to go out. And, yeah. you know, I think the internet has given comfort and solace to people who, you know. The body positivity yeah, movement. Yeah, and not that, that it's And not that it's a bad thing. But there's toxic body positivity, I, I think. I agree. Let's stop that. And... Yeah, I'm not going to say what I want to say, but give yourselves a chance, nieces, Mm -hmm. is what I will say. Because if you are already, and I'm not just talking about overweight, because as black women, when we start looking at those scales, the doctor, whatever that doctor tell you, you're going to be overweight. The BMI is off. It's off. We need our own scale. We already know that. So I'm not Mm -hmm. talking about overweight based on that scale. I'm talking about actually obese. If you do not give yourself an opportunity, especially if you desire to have children, which everybody doesn't, I get it. But if that is a desire, take it from somebody that didn't have two, that it (laughs) sets you back. Okay, it sets yeah. you back. If you are already like starting at a deficit, you're already starting at, in a body that you don't want to be in. Like, come and on. it's just, and it's just give yourself a chance. And I'm not even, I'm not here to say how somebody feels about their body, mm-hmm. right? But what I am here to say is that I think we do need to start having truthful conversations about weight. Um, and what we do know is that being overweight puts you at risk for certain things. And that's just the truth. That's across the board. Um, Just like being too thin puts you at risk risk for certain things. But I think we're allowed to say stuff about people that are too thin. Yeah, but the other way. But the other way around, it doesn't really work that way. Because many people don't have feelings. Only fat people have feelings. Can you? Is fat politically incorrect? I think the term is fat now. Is it? It's just fat. I think they I think okay. fat is fine because they have fat phobic. Fat phobic is a term. So mm. fat you know, but either way, m- the moral of the story is what I was trying to say is take, take care, care of yourself. yourself. Take yes. care of your mental and physical health all the way around whatever that looks like for you. Just make sure you're doing it and that you're happy in your body. But I don't want to pretend that if you are 300 pounds, you could possibly be healthy. I think that is where society is getting the political correctness wrong. And and how can and how This is the point of my question. How do we lovingly have those conversations? I don't know. Because I don't want to just call people fat, but... I don't know if you can have them with people who aren't in your immediate circle. No, in your immediate circle. Oh, okay. Um, How would you have that So I I would go to a friend and be like, hey, girl, you know, let's get in the gym. Let's get back in the gym. We trying to get fine, you know. And of course... There's fine people that are overweight. You know, people are, there's people Don't that are overweight get that out are, of our comments are beautiful. Already. Okay, yes. Well, that's, that's not what I'm trying saying. to say. What I'm trying to say is, you know, that's how I would approach it. Like, girl, we let's let's do a challenge or something like that. Or if that ain't hitting home, I got a couple of friends that I know I could just be like, girl, what's going on? You all right? You know, you got you gained a little weight there. You know, you can you can kind of go there with them. <sighs> but, you know, some people, most people you can't have that conversation with. Yeah, people take it personally. It's very sensitive. That man on the 600 pound uh, 
Sisters, and that see, doctor what, see, don't play no games. But see, here's what I'm saying about this conversation. Then we end up there where someone is 600 pounds and, then you and somebody should have been said to that That's person what I'm saying, though. So this that is you my... need to put down the waffles and the so pancakes. So let me and... just go ahead and say it. This is the cancellation comment. Let me just oh, go shit. ahead and say it. Because in my mind, again, my logical mind, mm-hmm. if you are... We're talking extreme. We're talking mm-hmm. 400 pounds. Okay, I've never seen 600 in, with my real eyeballs, but let's say 400. Okay. And you roll up into the McDonald's. Why they got to roll? I, I wasn't even trying to be Girl. funny. That was Carmen. That was Auntie Carmen. No, I was not I trying to tell a joke. Being fu- okay, I was go not. ahead. Walk up into the McDonald's. Scoot into the McDonald's. However they get into the McDonald's. Okay. I believe that the McDonald's should be able to say, it is not right for me to serve you this food. You're going to get in trouble. I am going to get in trouble, but, but how like, can we... But it's like what? being at the bar and you've had too Listen, much to drink and I, they can they can turn you away. Where do we stop this? Because you're literally killing yourself I at mean, some point. I mean, I don't think... I I don't think people have a right to deny to people food if they're overweight. A, a Big Mac. I want to make that very this. clear. I don't okay. think that Auntie they have Carmen's the right to do that. Okay, No, they don't have the right, but, but they should. I do think it, you know, people in these individuals intimate circle at some point should intervene because to your point we get to the point where we're at the 600 mark the 500 mark the 300 mark and it's like who's gonna I feel like if you care about someone then you should you should say something just like you would say something if you see that someone's depressed just like you would or say something if you see or that somebody yeah, is anorexic something. if you see some those things are things that should be addressed within your intimate circle and it's for your for your betterment. And there it is. Okay. Uh-huh. Whew. Ooh, sorry, girl, y'all. I got, got off track. That. I'm was, sorry. I got off track. That was rocky. I got off track. I got sorry. Skirt. Okay, so I have a couple lessons okay. from my 20s. One of these I shared the other night. If you're not following us on Instagram, at Dear Auntie Pod, make sure you do that. We need to go live more often because that was fun. It was. Um, so one of the things that I feel like I learned the hard way, and I am trying to teach my real life nieces, mm-hmm. is that everything does not have to make you money. If it makes you happy, it does not have to necessarily make you money. And Mm -hmm. our parents, at least mine and their generation, I think steered us in the direction of safety and security and money. Right? You don't go. I I remember in college, I thought about changing my degree to uh, or my major to sociology. And the first thing my mom said was. How you gonna well, get you a job? Gonna make, you ain't gonna make no money. What are you gonna do with sociology? Now she was right. Let me not say that she <laughs> to was be like, clear. To be clear, she was right. That was a very valid question, and I thank you. But <laughs> I'm sure I could have been creative if I loved it. If I was passionate about mm-hmm. it, I could have figured out a way to get paid from it. And that Absolutely. is my point. Yeah. So if you are an artist, if you are, you know, a a gamer, uh, like there are so many examples of people who have done amazing yeah. things with like some simple shit that they were just passionate about. Yeah. And if you are an entrepreneur, entrepreneur at heart, mm-hmm. which you are, then I feel like to your point, you could make, do, it make it do what it do. Yeah. You can yeah. make it do what it do yeah. anyway. Um, ooh, my next lesson that I've learned definitely the hard way is, and I'm gonna tell you exactly what I wrote here. I put trust your gut. Cause that be, be knowing. Hello. She be knowing. When something tells you, you should listen. Because there have been so many times, and I know y'all have been through things where you're like, damn, something told me I should have went that way. Or, dang, something told me I should have picked mm-hmm. up the phone. Or something told me. Yeah. When something tells you, you got to listen. Because and it burns in your, your chest. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just right up in here, and you be knowing. You be, you be like, wow, I knew that. I knew. And, and when you knew better, and you didn't do better, mm. that's when it really comes back to bite damn. you. So, trust your gut, and listen to it. Don't just trust it like, ooh, I heard you. But actually acknowledge it and take, I take action. I be doing that sometimes. 
you just be like, I'll be okay, like, girl. Heard you, girl. Whatever, Back on his house. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> um, okay, and then lastly, nobody's coming to save you. Listen, that is just, it is what it is. Nobody's coming to save you. Not your mama. Nobody. Not your man. Not your boss. Not another opportunity. Like, create your own. Don't wait for anybody to bring it to you. And don't let anybody... Make a fool out of you twice. Huh. So somebody might tell you they got you. Somebody might tell you they're going to do something for you. And there are good people out there. It might work out. But if it doesn't, don't you dare let them have the opportunity to disappoint you a second time. Agreed. I like that. Whew. Thanks. You did that, girl. We did that. Hello. So that was just random advice. But then we also have like really questions. Yeah. This is what you're here for. This is what you're here for. It's finally time for dun, 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 dun. Dear Auntie. Dear Auntie. We need some music there. We do. We need a Dear Auntie jingle. All right. You want to start? Let's go. Okay. So, Dear Auntie, I am a single mom of a little girl and my baby daddy is a deadbeat. Hmm. He would rather spend his time with his new girlfriend, now fiance, than see his child. I want to reach out to her and tell her that he is a no good deadbeat. I really don't know what else to do. Do you think I should do it? I just don't understand why some men would rather chase women than take care of their kids. Your niece, Shayla. Shayla, I say reach out, girl. Uh, Facebook message, Instagram post, messenger pigeon, however you can smoke signal. Oh. Since it's a message. Because maybe she doesn't know. And if she does know and she's okay with it, you should confirm. You should triple, double, check okay. that she knows that the man she's about to marry is a deadbeat. Hmm. And then if she just, you know, decides to marry him, then that's just on her and he's going to be her deadbeat. Interesting. Um, Yeah, my question would be, does she even know that he has a child? That part. Because... You're going to find out today. There's a, Men be hiding children. I don't know where they, how they be hiding them in families. all these places, yes. but they be hiding them. Mm-hmm. You know, we just found out about Drake's child. When was it? Two years ago? Because he, Pusha T told him he was hiding his kid. From the world. From yeah. the world. So they be hiding them. Um, so my first question would be, does she know? And if she does know that he has a child, she has to know that he's a Debbie because she don't she never, never see, see the, the child. child. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe they might be two deadbeats living together and coming together as one, and you're on the outside looking in, and now you're upset. But it is what it is, and that's why I keep telling y'all. That's why we keep telling y'all to stop having babies with these men who didn't put no ring on your finger. However, and we know that a ring doesn't always guarantee, but it at least gives you a little leg up. And you got to go back to that gut. A little support your gut system. tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. Um, and so... So should she tell the lady or no? Because what if he's lying? What if the lady knows he has a kid, but, she, but he's lying like she won't let me see the baby? I don't know. I just feel like what is going to happen if she, what does she think that she's actually going to get out of this? Like, what does she think that the girl is going to actually do? Is she going to be like, hey, mister, go see your baby? Like, Mm. like, is that what she about to do? Yeah. Like, because otherwise, I just feel like you're just doing this because you're You're upset, you're mad, and you want to get your rocks off on this. Yeah. I think you should do it. (laughs) So make up your own mind, girl. Let us know how it goes, Shayla. All right, fellow aunties, why are these new age women going half on anything with someone who is not their partner? Help the nieces, please, Auntie Tori. Well, Auntie Tori says she don't have no questions. She just wants to ask a question on behalf of the nieces. And I ain't mad at you, Auntie Tori. That's what good aunties do. Um, And that's a good question. 
Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing for me. I go back and forth on this topic a lot. On the 50-50? Yeah. I go back and forth on this topic. I don't think that a woman should go half with a man who is not her partner. Mm-hmm. I, that is completely out of the question. However, if you are partnered with this person and he, maybe he doesn't make enough money to support everyone in the family at the moment, I don't see anything wrong with going 50-50 on okay. the bills. Um but to answer this particular question, someone who is not your partner, you shouldn't be going half on nothing. Um, when he get his stuff together, he can come holler at you and take you on a nice date and everything like that. But otherwise, keep it moving, niece. I agree. Yeah. The who is not your partner thing is yeah, that's the hell the, no for that's me. That's the red flag. Because what are we doing? You just want me to help you pay your bills? No, yeah, like what am I helping you do? Because to me, the, the 50-50, I am not opposed <sighs> See, I don't want to say I'm not opposed to 50-50 because then somebody could click that tricky. and then it's a thing. So I don't want to say that. But I will say in a marriage, if you are nickel and diamond and counting, who, I feel like that is a recipe for disaster because yeah. then it is that can get petty really quick to well, me. Well, some women stay home. So I had made a post the other day about... Um, you know, reason why I don't subscribe to the man is only one that brings in the bacon mm-hmm. um, is because, for example, if your man loses your job... What are you going to do? What is the backup plan here? And some people commented, hey, well, you should have a certain amount already in your account, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, well, let's be realistic, though. It's 2023. How many people actually do have a year's worth of savings in their account? You know, that kind of thing. I mean, some of us do, but mm-hmm. some of us definitely do not. Mm-hmm. So um, one one girl in particular who follows me, I think she kind of got triggered because she's a stay-at-home mom. And, you know, I know she's been making posts recently about how she's independent, those kinds of things. Which Girl, does she watch the show? Is which, she going to see this? Well, I don't know. She might. Okay. But, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. about how she's independent, which, you know, is into She knows she's making a post, which is interesting to me because it's like, do you really feel, it kind of feels like, is that how people really feel or is that how they think that they should feel because the man is supposed to be the provider? You understand what I'm saying? What is she saying she feels like now? That she's well, basically, independent? Well, basically, she doesn't need to be independent because her man is the one who provides everything, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. she's making the argument that it's his responsibility. And if he loses his job, then he need to basically go find another job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To keep the household flowing. I and think so, that's an unhealthy perspective. But that's just me and my okay. household. Yeah, and I kind of, I don't agree with that either. I just feel like that puts so much, to me, it puts way more pressure on the man. We already complain about black men being so under pressure Girl, and, and they, angry. And do you want him to spend any time with this, you is my question. And do we want him to have... Because I want mine at home sometimes. Do, and do we care about his level of... Um, sanity. Sanity and his level of self-care. No, we don't. You know Girl, what I mean? Go get a job. Go get another job. And what do you like, mean? No. So he has to have five or six. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying this is her particular case. I'm saying people that... I've heard that. Before like though, this. go get. I've heard a lady on a podcast literally say, "Go get ten jobs." Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, that's not nice. Do you really love him, or is he just kind of like an ATM? That part. Um, for Be, and this is the other thing too in family. marriage, which is why I think that wives always have polar opposite opinions mm-hmm. than the the loud you know, the loud opinions on most of the podcasts, those are usually single people, not just women, but single people. Because in marriage, it takes so much compromise. And just like motherhood, pre-mom and pre-marriage, you have an idea of what it's going to be like. Right. You have 
already assigned all of these things you are not going to do, all yeah. of these things your kids will never do, the uh -huh. type of mama you're going to be, the type of wife you're going to be. And then you get into these real life situations. Real life scenarios, not Facebook scenarios. This is not, this ain't that. Okay, what you thought it was, the reality of it is not that. And so it takes compromise. It takes a level of I'm going to play whatever position this season requires of me, yeah. not the position I signed up for, yeah. not the position that I said I want, not what I think a woman should do. I'm going to show up and put on the uniform My and, best and suit up and yeah. be wh whoever I need to be right yeah. now. If I am the, I need to be out getting the bacon in this season, then I'm going to do that. If I need to be at home with the babies in this season, then I'll do that. But yeah. it takes compromise. But there are some women who, women who actively seek men who make a lot of money mm -hmm. so that they do not have to go out and work because they just want to live the soft life, mm -hmm. which I say to you ladies, kudos to you. If that's what you want to do, go do it. I personally like to work. I personally like to achieve things. I like to achieve my goals. Yeah, and again, my love language is quality time. And I, so... like, and I like my own money. I like my to own money. To be very clear. And I actually like my man. Women like that, y'all don't like y'all man. Y'all don't like y'all man because if you want your man to go get 10 jobs to take care of you and you don't have one, that means that you don't care about spending any time with him. You don't care about man. his mental health. You don't care about his well-being. You care about yourself, which means you don't care about that man. He, should, he shouldn't be a man. So oh, damn. Uh <laughs> Alrighty, right along. Did that help, Auntie Tori? Did <laughs> we, that get on we the don't know, and we okay, don't care. We don't know. We don't know. I hope so, Auntie. Okay, dear Auntie, my ex reaches out to me occasionally to check in and say hello. It's never anything inappropriate, but I feel weird communicating with him now that I'm married. Do you think I'm doing anything wrong? I'm not interested in him at all. What do y'all think? Your niece, Mallory. Hmm. Mm. We're going to say the same thing at the same time. So, again, all of my answers, you know, are I like to talk about things I've actually been through okay. in an honest way. Okay. I have not had a relationship during social media days, right? Okay. In the sense of, like, I've ha had a relationship, we've broken up, and now, I, you know, I ha that has not happened. Auntie okay. was single for a long time, okay? Auntie was single before she got married. <laughs> single, single. So I don't have this situation where there's an mm. ex that I follow or an ex that follows me that I know of, you know, strangers, whatever, but not that I that I know of. I do think that I would personally feel weird. I would just feel like I was, yeah. not that I'm cheating, but I would feel like my husband probably wouldn't. Like in the back of your head. In the back of my head, I feel like I'm doing know. something wrong because I'm not going home to report back to my husband that I've just been mm -hmm. communicating with my ex. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not comfortable enough to have that conversation, then I probably am doing something I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And if you feel some type of way enough to write into these strangers, uh, Mallory, then I'm just willing to bet that you probably feel some type of way too. And, I mean, I can't really think of any of my exes that I feel like would be reaching out without some sort of feeling behind mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like, I could have a conversation with a couple of my exes with absolutely no feeling behind it, but I don't know if they would feel the same way. Not to say that I'm just this great. Girl, you're you know, the greatest girl. where they just go be reaching out to me and they just still in love with me. That's not what I'm saying. But I just feel like... That would be the energy behind There's it. There's something behind it. Yeah. Because why are you reaching out? Because why are you reaching out? And like we said earlier, men go after what they want. So if he's texting you, he's texting you for a reason. Yeah. Um. So Mallory, I think you know the answer deep down in your spirit that maybe you should just either tell him, hey, I'm in a relationship now. 
I'm not really comfortable with this, and I know my man ain't gonna be, so let's kind of dead it. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't listen, block his ass. Girl, ghost. And I keep will, it moving. Girl, I Casper, the friendly co, all yeah, day long. Yeah, because what do y'all really need to talk about? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. You're so. dead to me. Someone I used to know. And if that is not helpful, ask your husband. See what he thinks. Ooh. Now that can, shit could can get real at that I point. I mean, let's, girl, this husband's supposed to be your husband for the rest of forever. Y'all have a conversation, talk about it. <laughs> Ah, those are well, all of our dear auntie gosh, questions. Gosh, we, so, we are so helpful. I think we are I helpful. I love that about us. That was helpful. Yeah. Hold on. Was that not helpful? Did we help Mallory? Did we help her? I mean, mm. yeah. She's totally helped. I think it's wrong. If you just want a period answer, I think it's okay. wrong. Okay. Because your husband won't like it. There you go. There you go, Mallory. <clears throat> the end. I think we've come to the end of the show. We've come to the end, guys. Oh, I don't want it to Sadly end. Sadly enough. Oh. Until next time. Until next time. But listen, if you write us a question, we will give you some real good advice. Yeah, we will. So, dearauntiepod at gmail.com. Dearauntiepod on Instagram yes. is where you can find us. Come hang out. If you have not tuned in to all of the amazing episodes of Dear mm-hmm. Auntie Pod, make sure you go back and hit the replay. Subscribe on YouTube. We are now on Grown Woman TV. I forgot to mention. <laughs> make sure you tune in, tap in, subscribe, and support all of the shows that are on the network. Yes. Um, yeah, TV.com is where you can find us. And we will see y'all on the next episode. Bye. Bye.